Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, September 15th, 2022. Today on the Ether, exploring Web3 in Africa, hosted by Secret Africa. Let's take a listen. Hello, good evening, guys. Welcome to today's space. Please kindly eat with sodas and join us. I'll be starting very soon now. So, yeah, guys. So, welcome to today's space. So, tonight we'll be speaking about exploring Web3 in Africa. Uh, a lot of people have been uh, hearing about Web3, but you know, most people don't really understand the concept of Web3. So tonight we'll be speaking more about Web3 and then explain Web3 in Africa. Uh, is, uh, is Africa going to adopt Web3 or Web3 needs to adopt Africa? So today we'll be discussing about uh, this, uh, the technical issues and not technical issues uh, in Web3 in Africa, and also some of the problems in Web3 in Africa and the solutions Web3 has been solving for Africa and what else Web3 could do for Africans. Because uh, we believe uh, Web3, this is uh, the future of decentralization. Uh, this is what we need. Africa as a whole needs Web3 and also Web3 needs Africa. So tonight uh, we have our guest here, Kabiu, and also we have our guest, uh, Damlam. So yeah, I'm going to invite our guests to uh, give us a little bit of introduction about them, Sevan. I want to go to this space. All right, uh, Kabui, if you can hear me, kindly uh, respond. So, kindly tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this space. So, good evening, everyone. And it's nice to be here with you guys. I hope you can hear me. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, so thank you so much. My name is Kabiru Hussaini. I am the social media manager of Octopus Network Africa and Near Protocol Nigeria. So, yeah, I'm very happy to be here with you guys. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot regarding Web3 and our upcoming event with the team Exploring Web3 in Africa. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much, Akabi, for the introduction. Uh, we also have here with us uh, Sinwa Dike. He's also a developer from Nia as well. Uh, Sinwa Dike, if you could hear me kindly, uh, please, please respond. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how you got into the Web3 space? Right. Thank you very much. Um, my name is Chinedu Imanu Wadike. Um, I'm a software engineer and I'm the lead developer currently with Near Protocol Nigeria. So I have about four years of experience um, as a software developer. Um, initially, I started as a system programmer for mainframe and then I migrated to web application development and subsequently to blockchain development. So I've been in the blockchain space as a developer for um, almost two years and um, I'm mainly focused on um, um, protocols from both on layer one and layer two protocols, um, specifically on the near protocol, all its um, ecosystem, um, the Ethereum ecosystem. Yeah, it seems uh, it lost the audio there. 
So, uh, so tonight, uh, we're going to start about, you know, saying what we please and, you know, talking about, I'm talking about the concept in WebP as well. So I believe you guys can hear me. Yeah, we can hear you. Clearly. All right. So now we'll uh, talk about what is Web3, because I believe not everyone on this page understand what uh, Web3 is all about. So, uh, Kabri, can you just share with us what you understand by the word Web3? Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, a lot of people have been hearing of Web3 because it's, it's a term that we keep on mentioning it every day, you know, on the internet, <laughs> so, so on and so forth. <coughs> so, basically, Web3, there is no clear definition of Web3 because we are still exploring Web3, you know. So, like, basically, we can call Web3 as direct generation of the internet technology that relies on heavily mature learning like artificial intelligence and built on the blockchain technology. So like when we look at the evolution of the internet, we have gone through web one, you know, web two and now finally on web three. So there's a lot of things that web three carried with it like that has great difference from other web web one or web two. Based on what we know, you know, web one is uh, just read and write. Many of us say have not uh, some of us say have not had experience with that because it's something that has been long. So web two, web two currently, web two focuses mostly on user created content hosted on centralized website. Why web three will give users more control of their content and data. So being an open source, I think is a is a great important for us to know how we can utilize this web three spaces, how we can also bring every one of us, especially here in Africa, for us to, you know, to find one or two ways to choke ourselves and participate in that. So, leave just a brief description on, on Web3. So... <laughs> Thank you very much for that brief introduction on Web3. Yeah, I think uh, that there are concepts, when speaking about Web3, there are concepts uh, that... Uh, that uh, brings together Web3. So uh, uh, also welcome Damnola Uguntola. He's just joining this space now. He's also one of uh, the speaker of this uh, space. So Damnola, can you please introduce yourself? Tell us about yourself and how you got into the Web3 space. Okay, good evening. Sorry, I'm on the road. Yeah, to me. So I will be on and off, depending when I actually get to. Yeah, um, I'm Damnola Ogutola. Um, um, being the Kyoto Fest is 2017 2018. Um, in relation with Octopus Network, I currently lead the Octopus Africa uh, team. And uh, in relation with my various skills in, in the blockchain and web theory, I'm much more of a <coughs> content writer, also to a project. Uh, so product man manager. So that's what I'm currently uh, into, and the field I'm actually into relation with uh, blockchain. Uh, that's actually the summary I can actually give you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Damilola. Thank you for the introduction, and you no, know, yeah, we look forward to having you more in this space because uh, we believe that blockchain, Web three, cryptocurrency, it's more about partnership, collaboration. Because it's no longer competition, since we all are working towards the same goal, which is adoption of Web3. 
So yeah, thank you very much. I I believe some of our uh, some of our users here and some of the people that are attending this space would love to know more about Web3. Like, what is the concept of Web3? Sina uh, Wadiki, if you can hear me, please, you know, can you tell us a little bit about the concept of Web3? All right. So um, Web3 is uh, it's a new concept that um, started along with the, um, the, the, the goal of making data um, on, on the web centralized in such a way that um, there's no single point of control of, of um, the user's um, data. So to such end, um, in 2014, Davin Woods, um, the co-founder of Ethereum and um, Polkadot, he coined the term um, Web3, and he described it as a, as a web um, of several possibilities where data and control of those data is decentralized and um, possibilities beyond what we can see now um, possibly because of this decentralized nature of data. So Web3 is a, um, it's an ideology that aims to make the, the control and uh, the distribution of data to be decentralized and to um, protect the, uh, the users that provide those data. So there is a philosophy um, of Web3 in my own understanding. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And that was really awesome. So now, uh, before we go deep into our topic for today, which is exploring Web3 in Africa, I would believe there are problems, uh, there are problems and shortcomings of Web3. Because I would believe our Web3 could help us solve almost all the problems we are facing now. But I would still believe uh, there, are so sh there are some shortcomings of Web3. There are some problems our Web3 are facing in adoption. So, uh, Damnola, can you tell us uh, some of the problems Web3 is facing when it comes to adoption? Hey, Damnola, you still there? All right, it seems you lost the internet connection. Hey, Damien, can you hear me? All right, if Dami is now uh, online now, uh, Kabri, can you tell us some of the problem of Web3 when it comes to adoption? Why do you think Web3 has not reached that maximum adoption? So can you tell us a little bit, uh, what are the problems facing Web3 adoption? Uh, seems our speaker, seems they're having a bad network connection. Can you hear me? Hello? 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 I can hear you now. Please come again. I'm behind you asking questions. All right. Uh, I said before we go deep dive into exploring Web3 in Africa, uh, we believe uh, when it comes to adoption, uh, there are some uh, issues or problems Web3 has been facing when it comes to adoption. So can you tell us a little bit about the problem you face Web3? All right. Thank you for the education. <laughs> you know, generally, here in Africa, there is poor adoption when it comes to Web3, especially and the blockchain in general. But one of the one of the one of the key problem is education. You know, we still like the education, honestly speaking. Like there's a lot of people that they just enter into the space without make, making a proper research or making having proper knowledge of how the system system works. With that, you'll see someone spending some even years, months without knowing where he's heading to, or without knowing the actual or specific way for him to explore the space. And that is why we, you know, here uh, we at Octopus Africa plan to come out with an all, uh, offline event, fiscal event, whereby we will educate the public, targeting more the developers, you know, blockchain enthusiasts and so forth, for them to have one-on-one -on -one interaction with us, for us to show them 
one or two weeks so that they can interact with the three. So generally, there's a problem of a uh, you know problem of education based on what I've said earlier, and that education relies on us you know for people to know what is actually about because like people just people here mostly in Africa and Nigeria they just think of the space as a money making space you know that is why most of them they keep running from one place to another looking for and maybe uh, all those uh, uh, coins that will give them massive income stuff like that you understand so and there's a lot to eat when it's three days a lot to eat there's more to eat because during this our few days of a uh, publication there's a lot of people i came in contact like talking to them about the program we are to host you know like uh, things we are going to talk about the blockchain in general development aspect how they can interact there's a lot of people that don't even know what blockchain and three is all about you know so i think the problem one way for us to tackle that essential way is come to education is for us to reach out to a lot of people you know schools highest uh, college of education secondary school if there is if there is means for that because a lot of people have been interacting with internet but the possibility of them for being engagement inside your thing is something and also regarding also there is a problem of you know uh, developers or people that will actually build the technology because it is a new technology when it comes to building people find it hard especially with the language of programming that some of the uh, some of the layers layers uh, layer one blockchain utilizes is something hard for people to cope in you understand so with that also people tend to lose interest or tend to lose interest for them to have one or two things for them to start building the space in general because your three up to now is still a building and we still need those developers to come and develop their ideas you know so also when it comes to like uh, like for the users now like there is poor user ui and ux like when you look at some of those gaming that are being built on web3 you see they are like they are not that you know uh, they are not that uh, people don't find them like real like with respect to games that are in web2 you understand because people have been have been a uh, web2 have been part of them you know the social aspect of it example now like twitter facebook and so on so people have been you know like have been mingling with some of those things so they will think that there's a lot of way or there's a uh, it will take a long time for people to make something like that in web3 and actually when it when it comes to web3 like we will definitely utilize that information like control of user data and so on not to rely on centralized personnel if everything is a decentralized aspect so like what i'm trying to say is that we definitely need people with great ideas you know and i believe we have them here in africa because we have a lot of web2 developers that doesn't know how they can like and uh, how they will put themselves into the blockchain and web3 aspect for them to start utilizing that space so i think generating some of those fiscal events event talking one-on-one -on -one with some of those individuals organizing local hackathons setting up uh, some of those competitions you know so some of those people will definitely uh, put an interest for them to come into this space so also some of our developers here like someone like uh, chile do this into development blockchain and solidity and so on so people like that we actually need them for them to you know 
give people like tell people what there is what there is it, the opportunity it lies because there's a lot of people that are there not doing one or two works you know and maybe they just think it is a uh, is something hard for them to it, or it will be beyond their capacity for them to start exploring or building so i think we also need more developers in this space honestly for them to start telling people or teaching people even if it, it means one-on-one -on -one online or offline meetups for them to start educating people because without builders i don't think web 3 is going anywhere not only in africa but in the world in general so i think really it is a discussion we need i will need some of the speakers to add more or things with that thank you thank you very very much thank you very much uh like you got what he said uh we need more developers uh we need people to organize more cartoon and also uh, we need to educate people about web3 yeah education in web3 is very very important and especially the grassroots i believe uh, the grassroots need to be educated about web3 a lot of our uh, youths nowadays they have access to full access to internet but little of those youths know what web3 is all about know what the blockchain is all about they, they don't have knowledge about uh, cryptocurrency as a whole. I would believe with education and a proper uh, proper orientation, these people are the you know want to make use of the uh, uh, want to make use of the future Web3 is offering. You've said a lot about uh, the problem facing Web3, but uh, I think uh, you have missed off some of uh, some other points and uh, some other problem Web3 is facing. I would believe uh, Web3 was designed to be decentralized for we to own our data, for we to have control over our data. But can you say you have control over, over your data when you don't have privacy? I do ask people this question. If you don't have privacy, I don't think you have control over your data. I don't think you own your data. Because private, privacy is an essential key when it comes to adoption of Web3. And users are not focusing on this privacy aspect. Because they believe uh, it's all about uh, making use of the Web3, making use of the uh, of the decentralization. But uh, the beauty of the of the decentralization is uh, having control over your data, over your transaction, and over your assets. Privacy should be an important factor when it comes to Web3 uh, adoption. And I believe uh, with with privacy being uh, incorporated into Web3 adoption. Definitely, you see much more bigger firms, bigger organizations adopting the Web3, the utility of the Web3. Because privacy plays an important role in everyone's life. Now, without privacy, I believe we have no rights. So, to me, I have a point. Because yeah. I found out that there's a lot of, like, let's say, uh, maybe this one, like, it's not the building aspect, like, the investment aspect. There's a lot of people that, like, they like how the space is, you know, like, especially here in Nigeria, as a part of Africa. Like, some people believe that blockchain being an open source and decentralized, with it is transparent nature, meaning that whatever they do in that space, like, everyone is looking at them. Some of them have the like have this instinct that one in one way or the other people will expose some of the things they do in the blockchain space so i think with the uh with the point of privacy you bring like it will go a long way also it will like include or improve some some of those uh misconceptions people have with the, where it comes to web3 so i think the nature of privacy is something great actually i like that idea too so thank you for bringing that point out
so just to just to add on, on this, um, the reason why I think Web three hasn't seen a massive adoption in Nigeria is because of the uh, the user experience. So um, as of twenty nineteen, um, Nigeria has about thirty three percent of her population um, connected to the internet. Um, it's expected that the number would have um, increased a bit since that time. However, uh, the number of mobile application users are more than three times that number. So it means that um, more than two-thirds of Nigerians are using um, mobile uh, phones. However, they are not using the internet. But it does not mean that they don't have access to services that are being run on the internet. So say, for example, the commonest service that um, everyone um, gets to use once in a while uh, without the internet is um, the USSD um, pin that is used to um, subscribe for different stuff, either for your um, for your mobile um, network provider or your bank application. They use USSD. So this service is such a way that um, even someone that um, doesn't want to use the internet or um, is not interested in using the internet or doesn't have a phone that is sophisticated enough to um, to run a browser can actually run application that actually live on the internet. So this experience, this experience that has been offered to users, this user experience that they experience that they that they get from using um, a means to actually get get access to a service, uh, is what uh, um, blockchain is currently lacking. So the user experience on board is is too com is too cumbersome for um, regular users to just get started. Um, say for example, you you. Um, you want to start using a normal application on your phone. You don't have to set up any extra um, stuff except say, your password and your username. But for blockchain, it's a bit different. So apart from setting up your initial your wallet account, you have to continuously sign transactions. You have to understand the concept of gas. You have to pay for gas fees. You need to have those gas fees in the first place. So the user experience for blockchain, um, to me, is the uh, is the biggest um, hindrance to um, real um, massive adoption from regular folks that we are actually educating from the guys that we are actually implementing the privacy solutions. I think the experience that the end user will have, I think, is the biggest um, hindrance currently in the blockchain space, and I think it extends even beyond um, Africa. It's something that is kind of generalized. So um, the user experience for blockchain um, fundamentally has to improve for blockchain adoption to also improve. So the functionality can keep improving. Uh, the privacy might become uh, ubiquitous, um, but if the users don't find it easy to use all this stuff, uh, we might just build it for ourselves. Well, you've, uh, thank you for that point. Wait, that's well said, to be honest, because we believe uh, if our user interface is not really friendly, if uh, these people can't really interact with these applications, if they don't have to navigate uh, using this application, definitely they won't want to use it because they have no idea on how to use it. It's not like other basic applications where all you have to do is download and install it, and then at the end of the day, you'll be able to set it up without having any issue. But when it comes to blockchain, setting up blockchain, you have to have a little knowledge about uh, the blockchain or the ecosystem you are dealing with before you're able to set up any account on the blockchain. Yeah, we have to look into that as well. We have to consider that. That's also a very huge factor, which uh, which we really need to work on as well. Also, if uh, there's one thing that I know is also in doing the uh, web adoption is, you know, application that has to do with real life use cases. I believe uh, most people now are building uh, the same application on different blockchain. 
And I believe uh, for we to get gain much more greater adoption, we need to build applications with real-life use cases. People can uh, make use of the applications and also in return, they can know that, yeah, this application is solving the real-life use cases for us. Rather than have the same uh, application built on different blockchain using the same for the same purpose. So I think we need to start focusing on that. We need to start focusing on you know how to build application that will be used in real life use cases, even to the grassroots people. And it will be easy for them to use, uh, which uh, you've explained already. So yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. So uh, 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 uh said something you know about you know organizing a carton and uh, the need for our uh, people, the need for engineers and Delph in uh, in Africa as well. For 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 we to go in adoption in Africa, uh, we believe we need our uh, people that are able to you know uh, build applications for real life use cases. People that can you know work together and then think about a problem and then bring solution to that problem. So uh, regarding that. Yeah, uh, uh, what is the plan towards organizing Nakaton, towards organizing codes, towards organizing events to educate people about uh, cryptocurrency, uh, three blockchain, and also to educate people about uh, to train guys on when it comes to Nakaton and any other relevant skills in Web3. So, uh, what is the preparation towards that in Africa? So, thank you for, for, the, for this point. You know, one thing I believe is that a lot of people, because like uh, there was one fiscal event I attended, you know, here in here in the north in Kano actually. So like the time it takes, you know, to announce for people to attend that blockchain event. Like there's something like I realized, a lot of people in Nigeria have been developing interest, you know. They have they have that key interest to you know to play some roles or to understand the technology actually. But one of the problem is, you know, the actual means you know, to pass that information to them. So I think there's a lot of people that they believe in a form of physical something, like they like something like whereby you will interact with them physically, you know, because you find out that you today you will organize a physical event. Some people that have not that have not maybe even started utilizing this piece will be like rushing for them to come to that physical event. Like they tend to pay attention in that aspect. You know, a lot of people have been using smartphones based on what Chinedu has said, but some of them have not, have not been using the internet. So it tends to be hard for some people to even go to the internet to source some of those data to learn more about the technology. So with these physical meetups, like, you will give direct message, you know, direct illustration, direct one-on-one -on -one teaching for people, you know, that what this is actually is, how is Web3 is. How can they participate? You understand? Because sometimes you find out that people that come to that some of those physical events, they don't know anything. But from there, from there, like people will develop interest. Right from there, some of them will develop that keen interest to make some research. So I think physical event is one way forward, like a frequent one, not one after one or two weeks, uh, after one or two months, they forget about it. But it has to be a continuous process. Maybe a monthly, uh, a monthly meetup, like solely to educate people or to highlight some insight about the technology, not a financial institution aspect, non-trading uh, meetup, just to educate people, especially the newbies, and to target some of those who are two developers that we have in our Nigerian universities. Some of them have graduated, but don't know one or two ways for them to source for a job. But with this web three, they can actually actually make their way, you know 
to start building on it. So also we need to, you know, improve some of those technical knowledge in Africa. So we need to tackle both technical and non-technical challenges for people to start adopting Web3. And so maybe I will stop here to give to the other speakers to continue. Thank you. Sorry, guys. Uh, the network was really bad, so the network disconnected us. So please kindly uh, uh, retweet so others can join us as well. Please kindly retweet so others can join us. Uh, kindly share a new link. Sorry for the disconnection. So uh, before the network disconnected us, uh, so we're speaking about uh, the uh, how, how, how in, in what we can we solve some of these problems that have been listed. Now, when it comes to you know, uh, uh, building delve, training delve, and also when it comes to increasing this adoption, so what solution can we provide to uh, these problems that has been listed? So, uh, uh, and K, K, can you please you know, tell us about uh, the solution to some of these problems that has been listed? All right. Thank you very much. So, um, the problems with um, organizing physical meetups and hackathons are mainly uh, the part of um, the organizers and the users. On the part of the organizers, uh, is to get those that are knowledgeable or skilled uh, to share um, this knowledge, uh, get who they are going to teach. Um, to share this knowledge. That, that's really the hardest part of it. And then um, on the user's pers perspective is is to actually get um, users uh, engaged in what they are learning, um, excited to learn about those stuff that they're actually learning. Um, so that's the bigger challenge on the user's aspect. Um, so to get around some of these problems, uh, it has to do with uh, kind of collab a collaborative approach and uh, a cohesive uh, approach to solving them. So on the part of, of the organizers, um, there's a higher need for uh, upscaling of oneself to understand and have a good um, bearing on the Web3 ecosystem and to actually be able to give accurate um, information to those that are learning from you, especially the new ones, and so that they can be able to understand and learn correct things at least from the first time. And then to learn how to break down concepts, especially complex concepts, into simpler um, concepts for users, or, sorry, new users or participants that are engaged in learning to actually understand it with, with ease. So um, a, lot of, a lot of stuff in, in blockchain is um, quite complex and new for someone that is not um, in the space. And uh, it could be um, uh, frustrating and it could be intimidating for new people to get to learn about them. So having um, a patient um, teacher and part of the cloud, of the providers of, of knowledge um, is something that is that be quite helpful. So on the part of, of the learners, um, the zeal to actually learn about um, the Web3 space, especially um, a particular ecosystem, um, is very important to make good progress. So um, the new learners, the learners should be uh, genuinely interested in the Web3 ecosystem and what they have to offer to the ecosystem, not what they have to gain from the ecosystem. So the moment they start thinking of what do they have to offer 
ecosystem they get to start seeing the value that the ecosystem has to offer them you know, so um, coming in with the mindset that he wants to offer something good to the ecosystem to the web3 space um, is the best uh, way to go about learning the web3 space so um, the the zeal to actually learn this stuff and then the, um, the patience and the perseverance to actually practice them so um, in the web3 space if you just keep um, feeding yourself knowledge, feeding yourself knowledge. You just be um, a knowledgeable person, but you are not valuable to um, to much to a lot of people. Yeah, you can dispose um, this knowledge. However, you you lack deep understanding of those stuff. So it's good as as, as much as um, the users or the new um, learners um, try to acquire knowledge, they are actually implementing those new found knowledge. So, say for example, um, today you are introduced to what wallets are. Um, you can download um, two wallets, three wallets, and then test out how to create um, an account on those wallets. And then um, you, you you are told of how transactions work. And then you can go to a testnet of any of the wallets that you already downloaded in the past, and then interact with the application on the testnet if you don't have um, the main net tokens of those ecosystems to interact with. So it's a, it's a cheap yet effective way to go about things. So what you learn, you try to put into perspective, and I think that in that way, the value of the of the lessons will actually be carried along. And then, of course, the learners you also aim to become teachers um, to actually help spread um, the knowledge, especially um, when they are in this place where not a lot of people are um, interested in, or not a lot of people are, are have enough um, information to go about learning what they um, already know. So um, as learners uh, coming into the web three space, um, after physical events that have been conducted to you, um, you should also um, be willing to um, give out your knowledge um, to um, to those that to those that um, to those that are, are willing to collect. All right, thank you. Thank you very much for the way you explained everything and the way you speak. I know you are definitely knowledgeable. And I know you are ready to help others to understand the concept of Web3 blockchain and cryptocurrency as well. Thank you very much for that explanation. It's, uh, it's well said. Thank you very much. So uh, regarding what you said, now, uh, what do you think is the future of Web3 in Africa? Because I would believe uh, with, uh, regarding what you said, uh, organizing an uh, event and also teaching these people uh, step by step uh, from creating to wallets, how does transaction work, how to make use of some of this application. Now, what where do you see the future of Web3 in Africa? Do you think the good government uh, will start implementing uh, Web3 into the system? Uh, do you see organizations start adopting Web3? Uh, do you see Web2 uh, startup in Africa start adopting Web3? So why do you see Web3 in Africa in the next, uh, few, in the next few years, in the future? Why do you see Web3 in Africa? All right, thank you very much. I like the way you um, spread out the scope of the implication of um, the future of Web3. So um, for the application aspect, I still, um, I believe rather, I'm a believer of the fact that um, just the way um, Web1 applications actually lay the foundation for the success of Web2. Um, Web3 um, infrastructures and uh, already existing um, uh, applications were also lady um, the bedrock for the success of Web3. So um, how does that play out? So we already have existing technologies like um, cloud technology, we have IoT, we have AI. Um, going forward um, on the software level, I see 
um, Web3 philosophy being infused into these um, applications and uh, the way they are being used um, with users. So um, going forward, I, I we might be seeing um, more um, data, um, more data privacy on public blockchains like Secret Network is doing alongside with integrity, we might begin to see more emphasis on bringing in user experience um, at the mobile level as Celo and um, uh, IOTA is doing. And you can also see um, sharing of data also among mobile like uh, <clears throat> like um, Nodos is doing. Um, so, so going forward, I see a, a future for the software where it begins to become fused with already existing technology because it becomes more meaningful for others to actually gain the benefits of Web3. Um, on the social part, um, I see um, people more accommodating to, um, to Web3. Uh, the, the, um, the, the barrier to entry now that we see because of lack of information will reduce. Um, I remember when I came in um, as a developer, the, the, the approach to development then was um, was much more complex. Uh, it was more difficult to set up your environment, but now it's a bit easier than before. And the resources to actually get um, on stock um, is more abundant now than before. Uh, so going forward, um, parts of the technology that is also um, and um, the, um, the the spread of the usage of this technology will become easier for uh, regular folks to, to kind of see. So say, for example, the way you can just check out your phone and check um, what is the weather of today, you can just check on your phone and see um, what is Uniswap, and you find the simplest and the best explanation of Uniswap. Or you, or you check and see what does privacy mean in blockchain, and then you see simple, simple discussion of that, such that um, you spend the minimum amount of time and you gain the maximum value. So going forward, I see that in the social and the educational aspect of the, of the um, of the ecosystem um, with the legal and um, regulations i see um, government uh, in the next couple of years say two three years it's going to be it's likely going to be um, still a strong hand on crypto but um, going forward say five ten years from now uh, we might be seeing um, something of the opposite where um, governments begin to actually take advantage of the benefits of uh, blockchains and even cryptocurrencies um, on the regulation aspect i see the um, cryptocurrency market um, still being volatile um, however it's no longer as um, risky and um, people can actually um, make trade in confidence that um, they won't lose their fund because there are now more um, protocols in place to prevent users from losing their phone either by um, by mistake or being defrauded of their of their fund, so these are these are what I see for for Web three. But generally, I see uh, a progressive um, future for Web three, even in Africa. Um, Nigeria, in particular, um, is likely going to be an outstanding talent hub. I mean, in Africa for Web three, especially um, in terms of um, business and product. So um, we have a lot of um, business. Um, uh, Tycoons, no, I won't say tycoons, but business developers as well as software um, developers here in Nigeria that uh, we're already beginning to export. But going forward, I think um, we'll, we'll see a more um, more number of the, um, the high quality um, business developers as well as software developers 
in Nigeria and uh, as well as other African countries like Kenya, South Africa, uh, going forward. So um, in the in the in the in the um, the user in the user adaptation of uh, of this technology, um, if um, solar begins to penetrate much more into um, the lives of Africans, also see um, crypto also going into the IoT aspect of of um, of um, blockchain here in Africa, um, kind of making the payments of um, services of those IoT more seamless and uh, easier for individuals to use. So I also see solutions that are also indigenous to Africa that are going to kind of drag in um, the adoption that we actually need from Africans to actually use on the, the blockchain system. So just like other technology, uh, adoption takes time, even um, fintech that is hot today. It took over almost over 10 years before um, regular, which still not yet achieved, but what regular youths of Nigerians are comfortable using banks like CUDA um, to make transactions. So um, the same way we might see fast adoption, we might see slow adoption um, in the world free space in Africa. You know? So going forward, I see a more progressive um, tree ecosystem in Africa where you begin to talk about web tree and people don't look to you like you're talking trash, you know, people don't say um, you're, you're talking about um, crazy, crazy stuff and fake stuff, you know, people look at you and they kind of have some meaningful engagement with you. So um, going forward, these are what I see for uh, the web tree ecosystem in Africa. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Uh, can, can we DK? Can we, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Well, uh, you said everything. All right, Chinedu. Thank you very much, Chinedu. Well, uh, uh, someone, someone once said to me that in order for us to achieve massive adoption for Web3 in Africa, we need to take the same approach Web2 use when it comes to marketing. What do you think about that? You know, using the same approach Web2 has taken uh, towards adoption when it comes to marketing. Do you think if uh, we take out uh, that kind of strategy as well, do you think we can get much more adoption in Africa as well? Well, um, the, the, marketing, the marketing strategies of, of uh, two companies are, are varied and they are kind of different for the services that um, is being offered by um, these software companies. Um, so I don't know if there's a singular strategy. However, if we are to um, judge anything we should also um be, uh, acknowledge the the merits of its success there are definitely good um uh, values that web3 can pick from the web2 um and actually make um the the, the adoption of web3 becomes a real becoming a reality so um as web2 web is not it's not like one devil's at um, technology it's a technology that is is widely used today, serving a lot of the functions of, of humanity, economic and financial, and to that social setting. So uh, we cannot say it's a terrible technology. It's, it has its purpose. So there's something that that, that makes it uh, appeal appealing to um, to um, users. So if they are, if, if business developers and marketers um, or marketing strategists uh, can actually uh, analyze the um, the marketing approach of of what two software companies and pick up the the great stuff as well as infuse them with um, the philosophy of Web3. I think um, you can use those um, in, in the Web3 space. 
Thank you very much. I totally believe uh, using that kind of approach, you know, picking out some of the uh, good approach reptiles used to gain adoption, we can now implement some of those approaches as the one that can align with our our adoption in reptile. We can implement some of those approach into the reptile adoption as well. Because we believe our reptile has really gone deep to the grassroots. They have really brought people closer to them using media, using uh, ambassador, using some other means of you know, communication and advertisement and other means of education to educate people about the need for uh, some of these uh, technology we're offering. And I believe uh, definitely we're going to gain, gain much more bigger adoption. But uh, we can still implement some of this adoption being used by uh, some of this marketing strategy being used by Reptil as well. We can implement some of them not in, a, in, order, in order for us to you know uh, go beyond uh, this level we are now. Because I believe in Africa we are still need to adopt much more. Uh, I think uh, we are just uh, we are just beginning in Africa, and in Africa I think this sustainable country are. Uh, 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 adopting um, the replies with our cryptocurrency others are yet to adopt. I believe uh, with much more education, much more orientation, and much more outreach, we definitely know uh, which link we are attaining. And also, now, what do you think about our partnership when it comes to blockchain? Uh, do you think our partnership can also help solve this uh, uh, problem when it comes to adoption? Because I believe uh, the blockchain shouldn't be about competition again. But I should be about partnership evolution. And are we coming together to make sure this goal is being achieved? Okay, Chela, I think I, I thought you want to go ahead. Actually, uh, partnership is, is, is something a long way, like it's something that will definitely bring about adoption, you know. Because to my own view, blockchain is not all about competition. Since the time I heard that a full cannot has already called partnership with Cosmos, so from there you will definitely know that. Blockchain is not about adoption. It's about what you can provide, you know. So I think partnership is, is something that, you know, like uh, it will play a long way when it comes to crypto and blockchain attention. And partnership, it doesn't have to be with uh, maybe a project that are only built on the blockchain because we are looking for a way to increase user adoption. It doesn't have to be involved that because there's a lot of projects being built that are not even utilizing Web3, you know? Maybe they are just using the internet, for example. So without making some of those partnerships, you will uh, you will have to, uh, you know, you test some of those uh, companies or financial technologies all about blockchain. So from here, even the users online them will find a way to be utilizing that, you know? So I think partnership is something uh, that will go a long way, especially partnership towards education, you know, developer aspects, and so on. So this is what I, I have to say about partnership. Thank you very much, because I definitely look at partnership and collaboration to help foster the adoption of Web3 in Africa. Because I believe if we come together and, you know, and work towards the same goal to educate these people and also to onboard these people to the new technology, for them to make use of this modern technology. Because I believe this modern technology can definitely make everyone work much more easier and much more efficient. And and the the beauty of these our uh, thing is the decentralization whereby you don't have to rely on any authority before you be able to carry out transaction or before you be able to you know uh and make use of any of these platform or applications. Now because now uh, China really said much about you know uh, user experience uh, which is really important. 
And uh, before we're able to you know, uh, make this more understanding concept of Web3, we need to make sure, you know, uh, we, we we simplify what Web3 means. Uh, we make them understand that uh, this Web3 is not something strange to you, but rather it's something that can easily be understood by you. It's something that can be used by you. It's just something you know to, you just need to know, come, come, come to accept because it's here to stay, it's non living. Because um, I think. Uh, like most uh, users I've met with, uh, most of them don't know what Web3 is because they don't know what Web2 is because uh, there was no proper education. So I think uh, we need to find uh, simple, uh, simple ways and also a, a medium at which we can, like just like advertising on a TV or advertising on, or, or, or probably uh, sharing flyers around the streets, just like a simple way for people to those, you know, get to understand these concepts. Starting from the starting from the high school to college and to university as well, because uh, we need to find a way in which we can implement this into the study. So for these people to understand, uh, this is the future. This is what we are working towards, and uh, for this to not be strange to them. And also, I think one of the way we can also empower people and also create this adoption of Web three is through uh, opportunity, uh, career opportunities as well, because I believe career opportunities uh, will definitely help a lot of are working in web 2 or working in real life to uh, to onboard to the web 3 because i believe i got to know much more about web 3 uh, through career opportunities i was a graphic designer i never knew what was a web 3 but uh, when i heard about web 3 and then i heard about my skills being used in web 3 that was uh, i uh, that was an easy uh, onboarding process for me it was easy for me to you know transit into web 3 because of the skills i've got I believe uh, we still need to educate for about the career opportunities in Web3 and, you know, making use of, making use of your skill to rewards on end, uh, end salary and also, you know, contribute to the growth of Web3. Like Chinedu mentioned that we should not be focused on what we can end, but rather we should focus on how we can help. I believe uh, everyone can help one way or the other. I believe starting from the grassroots, starting from where you stay, you can begin, you know, uh, educate for about uh, the need for blockchain, the need for... Uh, privacy uh the the concept of web3 why web3 should be uh, accepted now because talking about the traditional banking system and the traditional uh, applications most of these traditional applications has failed us severely because uh, we don't own this data we don't have control over what we are doing and except from that uh they are the one controlling what we can do but web3 space we still have the power in our hands we can still make use of the application, and uh, we have a lot of permissionless uh, blockchain which uh, we can still interact with. And we don't have to know, uh, start going to offices to make sure that uh, we identify issues. We don't have to stress ourselves. We start. We don't have to look up to third party before we're able to you know uh, clear any transaction. All these things has been made easy because people don't really know what the concept is all about. This is why people are not acknowledging it. This is why people are not embracing it before. Exactly. Exactly. People don't know what they are recently, and the only thing is, if you if you don't tell them, that they won't know. So the education or the information is one of the key here. So that's that's bring that's that out. Because that's we need to find a very simple way to communicate to people. Whether we start advertising on TV, or uh, part time with some of these are uh, web two startup, part time with some of these TV shows. You know, uh, I was uh, I was uh, really happy when uh, Binance partner with Kabi in order to foster the adoption of Web3 and blockchain and cryptocurrency. You know, using some of those means, we can get to uh, catch these people's attention. Check out some of these big uh, fame in, in the industry. Exactly. Check out these people Exactly. There's something I, I even saw, I, I, I believe I'm not the only one that saw that. Like, uh, I, I saw by, uh, Binance, Binance 
I think recently Binance formed a form of partnership with the federal government of Nigeria. And some weeks ago, I saw a picture of Binance banner on top of a Lagos, a Lagos state, a Lagos, a Mutramam International Airport, I think, in Lagos. So you see, with that, some of this collaboration, like with non even Web3 based projects, you will show them what the technology is all about because there's a lot of, a lot of misconceptions. Especially when it comes to government, you see, like utilizing some of those higher institutions in schools, right from schools, going to some of those universities, going to some of those law students, law enthusiasts, because there are some of the people fighting the technology. So if you educate them, telling them what the technology is all about, what the freedom, what is the freedom within it, you know, like some of those things will play a, a long way. And so also we should stop recycling same audience. We should stop recycling the same audience. What I mean by that, that some of us, you know, now we have one audience like in this group. So we should be going to some people that are in remote areas. Remote areas, some of those local, local governments, some of those secondary schools, you know, that are keen to learn more about technology. So that will also go a long way to bring more about adoption. Thank you very, very much. Uh, we've all seen a lot. Now, uh, Chini, down to ask you this question. Now, do you think collaboration partnership between ecosystem chains, do you think it can really help? Because I believe, you know, uh, most chains are usually, okay, we are solving this kind of issue on, on, on in Web3. We are trying to create solution for this kind of, uh, 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 for this kind of problem. And uh, we don't feel the need for us to uh, interoperate with other ecosystems, not for the need for us to uh, be scalable. You see, uh, I think uh, that is one of the limitations when it comes to adoption. Because I believe if uh, we could onboard some, uh, we could onboard all the near, near ecosystem users into secret and onboard all the secret ecosystem users into uh, near, I think uh, doing that, uh, I think it will yield much more greater adoption because the more you push that, the more you change narrative, the more you get some, the more you make them understand, you know, different concepts and different views when it comes to adoption. Because now we are focusing on real life use cases. The only people can really relate to uh, make use of a thing in their real life as well. We've, have, we've seen different DApps working towards real life use applications, whereby people are beginning to understand, yeah, this, this, uh, this is what we really need. And we've seen different transitions from Web2 startup going to Web3 because they are seeing uh, the beauty Web3 is offering. And also, you know, when these two uh, two ecosystems come together, I believe uh, it will be uh, much more powerful for them to push this adoption. That you know, one entity fighting towards this goal and the other entity, you know, trying to overshadow this entity. So, what do you think about partnership and collaboration between ecosystem, between chains, and so on and so forth? All right. So, um, as we go forward in in blockchain and the whole web three space, um, we begin to um, see that the future is multi-chain. And uh, that we won't have any um, or many um, biggest chain where every uh, all the biggest um, economic um, activities um, will be happening. So, um, and we've already started seeing this collaboration. So, for example, um, IBC is a is a protocol for communication between um, different state full machines, and blockchains happen to be state full machines. So it allows um, a blockchain agnostic communication um, between um, chains. And just recently, um, they kind of finished um, testing um, the IBC implementation that is um, being currently worked on to connect 
Cosmos, Polkadot, and Near Protocol. So um, this kind of collaboration um, sets um, forward um, a, system, a system where um, several, several blockchains, as in a lot of blockchains can communicate with each other. So Cosmos has um, more than 50 um, zones that are working on it, and these are um, independent blockchains. Um, Near Protocol has a private chart, um, Calimero. It has Aurora um, running on it, and it also has Octopus Relay Network, which um, actually um, hosts several several app chains. And currently, almost 12 app chains are running on Octopus. Whitebook it has more than 100 um, para chains that are running on it. So, um, by the virtue of this um, successful IBC implementation, more than 300 sorry, more than um, 150 blockchains have actually been interconnected and Ethereum is connected to all of these blockchains in one way or another. So uh, it kind of improves the, the, the scope of, of which um, values can actually be exchanged. You know, um, a lot of interchain protocols are also coming up. So it is clear that going forward, um, the, the, the ecosystem of blockchain and the whole world tree um, will be... Uh, on multiple chains simultaneously, and a user can have access to several chains without even knowing when he moves from one chain to another. So um, collaborations like this will help us see technological advancement. However, for um, the adoption of, of, of technology, um, collaboration has to go beyond just the technology. It has to go now into actually um, showing how um, the utilities from one ecosystem can actually be of uh, value in another ecosystem. So say for example, now um, um, Octo, um, Secret Network provides um, privacy, private, privacy compu sorry, um, private computation on the blockchain. And the, the shard for, uh, for Calimero does not offer that kind of privacy. It offers encrypted data, however, um, um, the the, the privacy on secret network offers um, encrypted computation. So um, if there are some um, computations that um, Calimero can, can actually conduct that are high, um, that are top secret to be uh, of much value if um, it can be delegated to secret network and then um, Calimero receives the, um, the, um, the result of that computation from secret network and then use it on their protocol. So this kind of um, collaboration shows the utility of one chain on another. So this kind of collaboration, I think, uh, the kind of collaboration that will actually lead to um, positive um, uh, growth of ecosystems and uh, to see that um, the adoption of, of blockchain and web three is actually a reality and uh, not a fantasy. Um, also, then on the part of um, the users, so um, users should also be less biased on and what to what to use and uh, should actually go for the best solution that it can actually have. So I think um, most of last year there was uh, so much hype on Solana. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Solana. So um, there was much there was a, there was much hype on Solana and um, although the solutions offered on Solana blockchain were not the best, um, developers were just going into that place and they are just trying to do something. And um, now they are they are just um, there now. They are not 
they can't actually just um, go to another blockchain and start doing because Solana is um, a specific has a specific way of doing it. So um, on the users of the technology, both um, developers and um, end users, um, they should actually go for what they they believe and what they know from facts and um, um, evidence or from their own feeling if they don't have the facts to go for what um, or at least knowledge if they don't have the facts to to go for what they what they know or what they feel is the best for the uh, for the job that they want to do and not just be biased to um, a brand. Um, so going forward, I think these are the got a user that that uses um, applications. Um, I want to I want to um, I want to exchange some tokens. I I like one inch because it gives me the cheapest price. However, when I want to um, log into uh, uh, the blockchain, I want to go through secret network because I'm anonymous, but I still want to access one. So, um, a, collab- a technological collaboration between Secret Network and um, Ethereum will allow users on Secret Network to actually have access to one which is running on um, Ethereum if, you, if it's not already on on um, Secret Network, and then the user can have complete privacy and uh, also have access to the functionality that they want. So, going forward, these are the kind of collaboration that we actually see through. Um, collaboration at all levels, you know, at the level of the technology, at the level of the community, you know, at the level of um, the utility. So these are the part that I think uh, if we have this setup, hopefully um, the advancement of, of Web3, it might not might not be evident in Africa, but it will definitely trickle down to us and uh, we'll, we'll see that um, um, collaboration is actually effective in um, actually getting Web3 to the, the, the height that um, it's intended to reach. Thank you. Thank you very much. You've said uh, you've said more than enough. In fact, uh, I love the way you usually break it down, the way you usually explain it. So even though people are not uh, into the space, they can definitely understand what you are discussing in this space because they really explain it from point to point. So uh, there's one thing I want to say. Now on secret now, like you said, we are focused on computational privacy, uh, which is very, very essential. Because uh, when it comes to computational privacy, it's very, very different from transactional privacy. Because now most people do only understand uh, transactional privacy, sending value from a wallet to another wallet without uh, revealing the uh, quantity of the value and the wallet that is sending that uh, value. But on secret, it's not uh, based on transaction, it's based on application. Because all applications built on secret are private by default. When it comes to our NFT, our DeFi, and also our communication, including our gaming applications as well. Because we believe uh, we should have privacy on the blockchain in anywhere three as a whole. Because I do tell people, if traditional banking system can provide a privacy for you, whenever you use your banking application, uh, your bank does not review your transaction details, your bank account balance, and also your data to the public. I see no reason why the blockchain should reveal our transaction history, our balances, and also our data to the public because we are making use of the blockchain. And I think a lot of uh, other ecosystems need this privacy. Even though people, some people don't really, uh, some people see no need why they should value privacy because uh, the blockchain is uh, is anonymous because of the anonymity on the blockchain. Now people are tracking wallet address, tracking IP address of wallet address, knowing the location of where you are transacting from. And I believe uh, there are a lot of users on other ecosystem that needs this privacy. And because uh, it's not being offered on the blockchain, it limits them to whatever it is they want to do on that blockchain. Because they feel like someone is watching over me, someone is praying on me, someone knows my wallet balance, someone knows my transaction history, someone knows whatever it is I'm doing on the blockchain. 
And it doesn't want it to be that way. As I've seen a lot of people having several up to 20, 60 wallet address because they are trying to know, uh, diversify their portfolio to for people not to keep track of them. But you know, when you have this privacy, when you have this control, whereby you can choose who to see who to see these assets transaction and who to share it with. I think there will be no reason for you to be uh, uh to be security conscious or for you to uh to start watching your back or for you to you know uh, start having some unnecessary stress over 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 little things. And regarding NFT, I think that's another topic for another day because I'm not really a big fan of NFT. I'm only a fan of NFT with use cases with utility. And speaking about uh, DeFi, uh, a lot of DeFi has been uh, has been as 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 created has created a lot of problem. Do they are solving a lot of problem? But traditionally, for also, uh, they they have made it uh, very easy for front runner and MEV to easily front run people's transaction and you know extract value from people's transaction. Which is why I see uh, what Secret is really doing. It, Secret is playing a big game when it comes to adoption, and they are playing a, a big game when it comes to providing the solution to privacy in Web3 as a whole. And I believe Secret is coming together with other ecosystems. This is going to really help other ecosystem uh, users and both Secret users to be able to value the need for privacy and for us to be able to interoperate with one another. If there's one thing I'm proud of with Secret is that Secret is scalable and also Secret is interoperable to other Cosmos ecosystem chain. And uh, we are not only limiting it to that. We want to make sure we are scalable to other network, to other ecosystem. So I believe uh, now, if uh, the top are not doing it, I believe from Africa, we can start working towards this. Now, if they see uh, different African communities, different ecosystem coming together, partnering together and to to pull us together and to see what we can do to uh, foster this adoption, to, to go to the grassroots and educate them about uh, Web3, blockchain and cryptocurrency, to work together and make, make sure this adoption is being pushed in Africa and make sure the government are even seeing uh, what we are doing. The government are beginning to understand that, yeah, this Web3 is the future. We are seeing a uh, uh, technology firms beginning to understand that, yeah, we need this Web3. We need to upgrade ourselves. We need to transit to this, uh, to this uh, decentralized application. I believe all bigger ecosystem. I, be, I believe from the from their own end, they will begin to see a reason why they need to create a solution to interoperability, to partnership, to collaboration. Because that was one of the main reasons why I created this space. Because I believe it shouldn't be about competition again, but rather it should be about collaboration. If uh, we can start from the grassroots, collaborating and working towards the same goal, I believe those are the top. We definitely, we definitely one day look at working together and also providing solutions for everyone. And it should be a solution for both blockchain users and non-blockchain users. Whereby, whenever we provide this solution, even the non-blockchain users will be happy to onboard to the Web3, uh, to the Web3 economy and make sure they adopt this uh, Web3, and uh, they adopt uh, what the Web3 is pushing forward. So I believe uh, we have a long way to go in Africa. And I would believe uh, we've seen a lot of organizations, uh, we've seen a lot of firms, we've seen a lot of projects because I've seen a lot of people have started you know, bringing up down state startup and it's really amazing but it won't be uh it won't be too cool if you guys are only fighting for uh to to be ranked based rather we should be we should be much more focused on you know coming together to provide solution Solution that can be useful for real life use cases. Solution people can really adapt to. Solution that can that can really solve most of this problem we are having now. Because I believe with Web three, 
I think a lot of things we've been facing in Africa will be much more easier. Now, imagine the blockchain now. I've been, I've been a, a ledger. I've seen a lot of people lose important assets, lose important information due to uh, we are relying on some of these uh, traditional storage devices, traditional uh, 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 ledgers. But you know, uh, having this permanent record on the blockchain and having control over who sees this record or international information, you know, gives you this ownership and gives you control over this information. Even though when you are no longer your future generation, generations to come can still have access to this information rather than having to rely on some kind of uh, paperwork and some other things that cannot be issued for in the future. Imagine NFT now, what they bring forth. Now, you can have uh, some of these uh, uh, memorable documentation, memorable uh, art or whatever it is as NFT, which can be seen in millions years to come, in millions years to come because uh, this uh, cannot be discovered, this cannot be uh, edited, this cannot be uh, changed. But, find a way for us to make users and everyone understand that okay now this is what we are building on the blockchain this is what we are building web3 this is how you guys can uh, evolve to the web3 this is how you guys can make use of this thing we are this solution we are providing to all users and it's not just for the old or young people it's for everyone even the hospitals no organization is left behind but you need to adopt this uh, uh web3 because it's very, very important. So now I will open the room to questions. If anyone has a question, you can just uh, signify and then we'll answer you. And if you have any contribution, you can just signify and then you contribute. Because uh, we believe uh, no, a man does not, if a tree does not make up, make up a forest. So we believe coming together and providing uh, solutions and looking for ways, ideas, we can push this adoption and also make sure we simplify this. Even though a two years old boy can understand, okay, uh, Web3 is the future. Web3 is the future. Uh, we need to work towards adding decentralization. We need to adopt this modern technology because this is what we need. So, yeah, if there, if anyone has a question, you can just raise up your hand. Yes, hello, I have a question. All right, uh, sorry, I'll just call him. Asa, you can go first. Asa, you can yes. go first. Amen. Yes, bro, I need more light about DeFi. Hello. Decentralized All right. finance. All right. Uh, Chine, do we answer that question or uh, should I? I need more light about decentralized finance, DeFi. Can you just hold on, let me answer the question. So, Chine, do we answer the question or should I? You can take the question, please. All right. Now, talking about uh, decentralized finance. Now, when it comes to traditional banking system, they have control over your banking records, over your transaction, over your statements, over your uh, account as a whole. Because at the end of the day, the central bank authority can just ask them to close your account or can just ask them to restrict your account. But when it comes to decentralized finance, it means that you are totally in control of your finance. So whatever it is you are doing, you are in control. Don't go make power over what you are doing. Today, you can decide to uh, send 2 million or buy token of 2 million or buy assets worth of uh, 10 million or do whatever you want to do using your finance. Nobody can stop you from doing whatever you want to do. There's no restriction. There's no limitation. Now, speaking about the tradition, traditional finance, which is which is the banking, now, a bank can limit your transaction per month or per day. They can say, okay, per month, now you can't, you can't, you can't send more than 200,000 euros. But when it comes to DeFi, it's, number one is decentralized. You own your money you're your bank and you control whatever it is you are doing so which means you are in control you, you can do whatever it is you want to do with your money i'm trying to explain to you in a, in a very simple terms so everybody can understand 
It's about your own particular Yes, own. understand. Yes, understand. But how can, how can decentralized finance will start in Africa? Or it has been started or it is not started? Okay, now. This is how uh, we can create more investment for uh, decentralized finance, to my understanding. Now, bank close from, mon from Monday to Friday. Banks only work during the working days. But when it comes to decentralized finance, bank doesn't stop one key. And there is no like there, there is no way they can tell you the network is bad. They can't you can't send money, or probably their server is down, and you can't you can't receive money, or probably before you receive money, you have to provide your KYC. When it comes to decentralized finance, there's no need for KYC, there is no need for you to visit any office, there's no need for you to come and be trying to uh, sign some document, there's no need for you to call your managing uh, your bank manager before you're able to send some amount of money. You know, when you tell people about uh, some of these future uh, decentralized finance is offering, I totally believe there will see no need for them to start uh, relying on bank or any other traditional finance system to in, for them to operate. But rather, they will have to transit to the to decentralized finance because they see no reason why they have to start calling a bank manager before they can uh, verify this transaction. They see no need why they have to start uh, visiting the office for KYC purpose for that documentation. They see no reason why they have to start explaining what they do to people before they can you know, uh, make use of their money. Or there's no reason why Central Bank of Authority, Central Bank can just at the end of the day flag their account or temporarily ban their accounts because uh, of some suspicious accounts, suspicious transactions going on in their accounts. So when we make people understand uh, this is uh, how DeFi work and this is why we should uh, adopt our uh, decentralized finance. I totally believe most people, most firms will no longer rely on a traditional banking system. But rather, they will transit to DeFi because they believe uh, now they are, they are in control. Now they can they can determine when they want to send money. They can determine who they send it to. They can determine that, okay, now, whatever it is I want to do, no one, no one can stop me. And they can still have their proper transaction history documented on the blockchain permanently. So they don't have to... Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Exploring Web 3 in Africa, hosted by Secret Africa. Recorded on Thursday, September 15th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio. Trying to keep it well lit, like filming a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsements. Of course, we're tripping balls, handing reports in. The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle Kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastising to digging holes in the back nine the 
latest proof ain't a way to move Change the view, just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Ten spaces. <laughs>